New Orleans Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app coming to you live from Bozeman, Montana. There's a Final Eight football game here coming up in just a couple hours. We're recording this here on a Tuesday, but you're listening to this on a Friday. We are live and in person there in Bozeman as Montana State, the fourth seed in the FCS playoffs, prepares to host fifth-seeded William & Mary. We're joined now by Montana State head football coach, Brent Vegan, Coach, congratulations on all the success so far. Thanks for being here. Uh, first of all, just talk about that element of it. I mean, how do you sort of uh, appreciate the success you've had to this point uh, within a season, but also uh, keep the goal and the task at hand in mind with uh, this big game coming up on Friday and, and your guys' pursuit of a national championship continuing? Well, I think every once in a while you have to um... – take a second and look back, you know, in particular when we've had our bye weeks, I think we've been able to do that. Um, you know, I think that's why it is nice to to earn that bye heading into the playoffs because you can reflect a little bit. You know, obviously for us, um, you know, getting a share of the conference championship was huge and in, in, in being a, a top four seed. And, you know, I think your instant uh, thought though goes to who you're going to play next. And in that case, it was Weber and uh, we were excited to, have another shot at them and um, things worked out last Saturday and now we're you know now we're on to a completely new opponent in William and Mary and that's ultimately what you should get more of in the playoffs is, is matchups like this so um, you know our guys have been preparing preparing well but you certainly um, have appreciated the success we've had to this point. Well absolutely it's been very fun to watch and one thing that's been sort of an omnipresent storyline is just Montana State's ability to run the football. No matter who you got back there, no matter who the opponent is, you guys have done it with great authority. Over 218 yards in every single one of your games so far this year, and over 300 yards, I think, eight times so far uh, this football season. And last week, no different. Against one of the best defensive units in the entire FCS, Weber State, you guys ran the ball at will 388 yards later. Uh, you have a 33-25 victory to move into this quarterfinal round against William & Mary. So, uh, just take us through it. I know I ask you about it every week, but it's just so amazing to me that you guys, you know, I think everybody out there knows you're going to try to run the ball first and foremost, yet you d- you do it not just with efficacy, but with absolute authority. How do you guys continue to be able to do this? Well, I, I think, you know, as this season's gone along, which is, you know, now we're, we're 12 games in, I think we've just continued to evolve. And, and that evolution adds up for, each one of these defenses, you know, at the same time for our guys in particular for our offensive line, you know, we're staying within, you know, a pretty confined space of the schemes that we're, we're running and, you know, we're making it look, you know, different week to week, the ball is going in different people's hands. And, you know, I think as the seasons went along, you know, we've definitely um, established more and more threats and, you know, uh, I think we, figured out pretty early in this year we, we would be able to throw it a little bit but we would be able to run it a lot we had to, to hang our hat on that um, utilize the RPO in the play action game to, to throw it but uh, you know beat teams because we could run the ball as effectively as we have week in week out and I know you know I think we approached or broke a season sing, or single season record and I was asked about that on on Monday and, you know, records are broken because you're consistent, you know, not because you all of a sudden have um, a flash game or flash game, you know, here or there. We've, we've been consistent all year and we need to be this time of year. I think ultimately uh, you win games still in football because you can run it and you can stop it. And, you know, uh, that's, that's what we need to do here moving forward. 
There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. Brett Vegan joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Uh, also, not a bad addition to get a, an All-American who set a single-season rushing record back in the fold like you guys did last week. And I thought Isaiah Fonse looked great. I, I figured that he would be at least good, but I thought he looked as good as, as he possibly could last week. And he almost rushed for 100 yards just on 10 carries. So what did you think last week, Coach, of the return of the All-American? Yeah, uh, obviously he was really excited to go, and we were excited to have him back. Um, you know, those those ten carries uh, was was a mix. I think five or six of them. Yeah, he got we got him kind of to that second level, and and he showed uh, why he you know has has the stats he has, why he has the accolades that he's been, been awarded, and um, you know that was fun to see. You know, there were a couple carries where you say, all right, there's some tempo, there's some timing. There's a little bit of rust, but uh, yeah, he certainly injected, um, you know, uh, an excitement certainly, but just a little bit different element that we haven't had. You know, just that guy that can run through tackles. Um, I think you know Elijah maybe in particular has gotten better as the season's gone along, but that is Isaiah's game is is being a guy that is hard to tackle, and um, he showed that on uh, I think several occasions on Saturday. The other individual guy I wanted to ask you about because we're doing a little profile uh, on him um, for Skyline Sports is, is Ty Okada. I know that he is a guy that's uh, had such great mental acumen and uh, you know obviously one of our go-to interviews because he's just so analytical, so good at explaining stuff. Uh, how much does that help uh, you know, sort, of, sort of ease a, a coaching staff's transition into a program for you now, a second-year head coach? You know, how much do you learn from guys like Ty Okada just about sort of the inner workings of, of the team and then just the fabric of the locker room? Well, Ty is one of those guys in this senior group that's really, I felt, I felt like an extension of last year's senior group. And so many of those guys, because there were fifth-year guys last year, there's, there's six-year guys, they came in together. So it's, the, it's this unique blend that we do get in this day and age with that COVID year being part of the, the dynamic. But, uh, no, Ty is, um, you know, right from the get-go when I got the job, you could tell here's a very thoughtful young man, um, a very intense competitor, and in a guy that uh, you know, I could see pretty early on that we were going to be able to lean on for a couple of years. And his play on the field um, has, has matched, you know, uh, who he is off the field. I think he's great on all accounts. And you know, he's a guy that um, he gets it. I guess at the end of the day, he gets what it takes to be a leader. He gets what it takes to be a team player. He gets what it takes to be a guy that needs to make some plays here and there. Um, you know, knowing that, uh, you know, he came from the bottom up as a walk-on, as a, then, then a special teams player and has been a regular now for, for several years. But, you know, he just, uh, he gets the leadership aspect and how important that is. But then, you know, the the understanding of I got a role to play in this defense. And our defense is very, um, very structured, uh, very much, hey, all 11 guys have a job to do. No one guy has to do more than that. And, you know, Ty is, um, he exemplifies, I guess, how that should look in every which way. And it was great to see him. He had a couple sacks the other day. 
um, you know, he'll continue to make plays as long as we're playing. I know that much. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any town pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Brett Vegan joining us here on ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Coach Vegan, the head coach of the Montana State Bobcats, the fourth seed in the FCS playoffs. William and Mary, the tribe of the Colonial Athletic Association, coming to town. Kickoff 8-15 tonight from Bobcat Stadium. Coach, let's talk about this uh, upcoming matchup then. What are the things that stand out most about William and Mary uh, when you first uh, started in, in on preparing uh, for the tribe in this playoff game? Well, you look at their uh, their schedule, their results. Um, they lost early. They lost their fourth fourth game of the year, and they've been able to rattle off eight wins in a row, um, a couple close games in that to ultimately win that league and, and also become a seeded team, the fifth seed. Um, then you look at their stats and, okay, how are they doing it? You know, they're a team that has run the football really effect- effectively um, throughout the course of the year. Um, and that starts, you know, I, I think with the way their quarterback plays, he's uh, he does they they don't run him as much as as we run our guys, but uh, he's an effective runner. He's a really good athlete. So then off of that, they have uh, you know an RPO package. They they run option. Uh, they have a play action game that allows them to you know spread the ball around to a bunch of different playmakers. Um, they got a good stable of backs that they play. Um, you know that have uh, had big yards this year. So offensively, you know, they're, uh, they're built to, to, to be effective this time of year. And I think defensively, you know, they have some really good players, you know, led by uh, an outside linebacker, Pius, who's up, you know, he's a finalist for the Buchanan Award, one of the final three. Um, you know, he's got all kinds of tackles for losses, I think almost 20. He's got 11 sacks. You know, they're, they're principled on defense, too. Uh, they, uh, you know, they generally, you know, keep the ball in front of them. They tackle well. Um, they don't try to do too much. So in a lot of ways, they're, I, I do think they're, they're kind of built similarly to us. Um, how they get it done is a little bit different, I suppose, but just the, the underlying ways to win football games, um, or ways they've won football games, I should say, is, is similar to us. And, you know, um, that's probably the way it should be this time of year. You're down to eight teams. Um, each, each one of these teams got here for a reason, and, you know, it's apparent that, uh, you know, we're going to have our hands full with William & Mary. Sort of difficult because they're from the other side of the country just in terms of, you know, like opponents or, or not. And also, you know, it's hard to really categorize the style of, of that league just because there's not a lot of crossover between the Big Sky and the CAA. So, I mean, do you have any gauge on, you know, how the the Big Sky stacks up with that league? Or I guess, I mean, at this point, I guess it's the, the final eight. So pretty much everybody's good, I guess. Yeah, I know. I think you can uh, you can get into maybe comparing some some scores. Obviously, Richmond goes out to Sac State and, and gives them all they want last week. And you know uh, they played Richmond, they being William Murray game eleven just a couple weeks back, and and beat them by by eleven. So you could get a, into that comparing scores a little bit. But no, I, I think the CAA um, you know has always been you know, up there as far as conferences, you know, the loss of James Madison, uh, that's a pretty serious blow 
in the grand scheme of things for that conference. But, uh, you know, there's still a bunch of good teams in that league, um, you know, and, and they're the last ones, last ones standing, I, I believe. And, and, you know, uh, we got to go out there and, and, and certainly respect um, what they're going to bring to the table. But I do think there's going to be a little bit of uh, playing it out. You know, that, that first, uh, those first couple of series, I think both sides of the ball where you're getting a feel for, for what they're what they're all about physically, you know, way different than last week. Uh, you know, we knew kind of the obviously the ins and outs of Weber State and you know um, who they were. It's a lot different this week, so I think you got to be flexible. You got to be able to make adjustments based on how the early part of the game goes, and at the same time, be prepared to just play our very best. And if we do that, um, you know, uh, you, you can't worry about too many things, I guess. We just got to be prepared and do the very best we can. Brett Vegan, Montana State head football coach, here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Bobcats play William & Mary, eight fifteen kickoff from Bobcats Stadium. Last thing for you then, Coach, what do you think are the keys to the victory for Montana State if you guys are going to move on to the Final Four uh, for the third year in a row? Well, you look at a game like this as, as much as both teams want to run it, um, you know, how that all plays out and then, you know, ball security and, and the turnover margin, I think those two things go hand in hand. So, you know, if, if we're able to to get an edge in the rush rush game, um, I think I like our chances, but that's got to go along with a, a an edge in the turnover margin as well. You know, I, I think, you know, you could say who's ever the more physical team um, is probably going to win a game like this. And, you know, is that measured in yards? I, I suppose it ultimately might. Measured in points, I suppose it might. But, you know, that that's that kind of uh, feel I'm talking about through that first quarter in particular. So that, to me, I think is the key. we got to go out there and play um, our brand of football and do it uh, at a really high level, um, be able to figure them out on the fly and ultimately score one more point than them. There you go, Brent Vegan, Montana State head football coach here on ESPN Radio. Coach, best of luck. Very much look forward to the game. Thanks so much for making some time for us. We'll see you soon. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it, Colter. Thanks a lot. Blackfoot Communications continues to lift up our local entrepreneurs, delivering the resources needed to transform ideas into businesses. Our C2M beta program was founded with the mission to connect local entrepreneurs to more. With access to more professional expertise, more state-of-the-art technology, and more development resources, our 12-week program delivers the foundational and modern skills required to transform influential ideas into thriving businesses. Apply today at goblackfoot.com slash apply. Bye.